Tell everybody how y'all doing. Oh, man. Mm, it's Wednesday. This is guy from work. Like, probably a couple minutes from um, 3 o'clock. Anyway, I've been chilling in front of the, he- oh, the heater. What the fuck? I've been chilling, fr- chilling in front of the AC. It'll feel nice. My feet hurt, though. Oh, my God. Anyway, I'm here pondering oh, um, about... Some video games that I think that I've had fun. Well, I know I had fun with them. Um, oh man, and we, I'm gonna talk about the Splinter Cell series. Um, or then we talk about which Splinter Cell games that I had fun with them. Um, I, I had fun with the first one. The Chaos Theory was good, and then the Double Agent. Those are the three Splinter Cell games that I've had the most fun. Um, especially Double Agent because it, it, it they kind of had Sam Fisher in like two different tones of dualities. You have Sam Fisher on the NSA side and then you have him on the John Brown Army side. That was the name of the antagonist group of the game. And the trick is you gotta balance that duality factor so you can get the good ending. Alright? You try to be I mean you can't be too good and neglect the the um the bad guys demands and you can't be too bad and neglect the NSA demands. You gotta have an even kill, all right? Because you're a double agent. You you working on both sides. But I love the game that it gave you a choice of which route you have to take. You either you know be a turncoat and um, just ignore the NSA because evil entices people. <laughs> oh man. Or you can just ignore which is stupid. You can ignore the bad guys and just be a fucking NSA company man and don't give in to the terrorist demands or whatever. But sometimes if you're a double agent, I've never been a double agent. I don't want to be a double agent. What the fuck I'd be a double agent for? Um, it, the, the whole point of being a double agent, you got to get your hands dirty. <laughs> just to do your fucking job and I, I, I think the, the the levels that you had to go on in um, Double A's and the Splinter Cell was it was really good I, I enjoyed it my favorite was Shanghai where you had to go to China I think one of the um, the, the missions where you have to get like some files Okay, the boss of the terrorist group had to go into a meeting in a separate room while the file center is in another room, and he had to sneakily go in that room and copy the files or burn it or whatever you got to do, you know, just to get the job done. And I got to look at some, I know it's some, of course, there's going to be some videos on YouTube about the same how I'm missing because there, there's a part. And the Shanghai missions where you are in a hotel room. And I think there's a butler in the room. And he walks around and stuff. You're in the dark. He can't see you. 
but he's he's walking around the room and all of a sudden he stops and I think he sits in a chair and then you can shoot him in the head and his body would it happens to me his body glitched like so weird that his head moved in a way where it was like a turtle shell it was like a turtle <laughs> like stuff his head in the shell it was so weird it was funny as fuck oh man so but um uh, oh man I, I i enjoyed that game um oh man without splinter cell no hold on without me liking splinter cell i wouldn't have liked metal gear solid because i played that first the, the first game for the the classic playstation let me tell you about splinter cell for a little bit i know it's this episode is all about splinter cell um but i i i have to explain this though um i didn't really get uh metal gear solid <laughs> i played the demo back in 97 96 i don't know and it was all about like the very first days of that game where you're in the dock you know um and i didn't understand the dynamic i thought it was like a running gun you know you know i was I, I played it off and on trying to fucking uh, figure out the dynamic of that game until, I don't know, several months later, I, I explained my case to one of my, you know, homies that we was waiting on a cheese bus to try to get to school. And he basically told me, you got to sneak. I'm like, oh, what? I, I totally didn't get that because, you know, stealth games back then wasn't as prevalent as today. You know what I'm saying? I think we, mm, Metal Gear Solid was the first stealth game. You know, well, no. There was actual a lot of Metal Gears in existence, but I didn't really play them because they came out for the regular Nintendo, and I had a regular Nintendo system, and I was too busy playing Mario Brothers and Master Blaster and Double Dragon and shit. <laughs> so... The first Metal Gear game I played was solid, and I and 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 once I understood that how it was a stealth game, you know how you sneak around and pick your moments just to move on, uh, so the enemy won't see you. Then it, then I I got it. So then years later, I played Splinter Cell. I played the first uh, Splinter Cell game. And it was awesome. It was, I like the extra shit that you had to do with the game. It was more so of uh, the gadgets that he had, like the goggles, how you can switch the goggles. You got heat vision, which I didn't really like that. Really, I mean, heat vision was primarily, you know, looking for like, like I think the thermal vis is like landmines or some shit like that. I'm not sure, but I like the the, the goggles where where it was real dark. You can see um, if there's no lights, you can see in the dark. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably use that like the majority of the time. <laughs> you know, do you, you have some gases where it's like this, like distractions or whatever, like. You have this one little gasset where it wrestles. And then I was like, they make the guards like, what the fuck was that? And then you would make them come to you. 
you know, sneak behind them and then either choke them out or kill them and then hide the body in the bushes. I wish you could do that to Metal Gear Solid, man. I swear, man, because you will be, I would be pissed at hell. Pissed at, at how you say this word? Words. Pissed as fuck. Wow. They find the body and then the alert comes up and then you got hide. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, Splinter Cell was awesome. And then you had, I don't remember too much of Chaos Theory, though. Um, I do remember me enjoying that game, though, but not as much as Double Agent. Double Agent was fucking awesome. It was. It was like eating a shrimp cocktail, and they gave me 25 extra shrimp and extra sauce. I love, I love shrimp, shrimp cocktail, Jesus. I swear, especially when they de-vein them. Because I always thought the veins in shrimp was like poop, but it's not poop. It's just the vein of the shrimp. The shrimp. Man, that, that's how that's how good Double A's was. I swear, it was like eating a big ass bowl of shrimp with some cocktail sauce and and a Coke. <laughs> I think I could still have shrimp cocktail, like the sauce. I know I can have seafood. It's all it is is protein. But I, I think I can have the shrimp cocktail, even though I'm a diabetic. I think I still can have the uh, the sauce, the, the the cocktail sauce. Hold on, Alexa. How many carbs is it in cocktail sauce? 0.25 cup of cocktail sauce has 17 grams of carbohydrates. 17? That's not too bad. That's not bad at all. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, man. Um, I did play the later Splinter Seals when they changed up Sam Fisher's face. Like conviction. The only thing I like about conviction is that you can execute three people at the same time. But that was about it. It, it turns out that Sam Fisher's daughter wasn't dead, but I think the NSA was hiring her out to further motivate Sam Fisher to do a fucking job. Because that was like they did him kind of dirty. Oh, and oh shit! And, and in double agent Lambert, they killed off Lambert. Like what the fuck? I mean, he he was gonna die anyway, because he still had to compose himself with his his um his missing or whatever his identity. Um, but damn, they killed off Lambert. Which I felt that that was kind of fucking stupid because fucking Lambert keeps showing up in person. I know there was gotta be some channels where. He had to encrypt his communication where nobody can chime in to their conversation during comms. There's a fucking NSA. I know they had that kind of uh, like capability, but nah, Lambert had to be fucking stupid and meet Sam in person at the base of the enemy. I'm like, bitch, knowing the fact that he was going to get caught. Like, shit, what the fuck? But the voice acting was good. Uh, I think what was the the lady's name, the love interest of um, of Double Agent Eliza? I think what the fuck the fucking girl. I swear. And then where you like? I think where you do a missing of Eliza or whatever. I think that's her name. <laughs> 
uh, Enrica, Enrica. <laughs> I think what you do are missing, and if you do it like like a particular way, you can go. Oh no! If you venture off to the um, the restricted areas of the the terrorists, the the, the, the terrorists. How you say the word? The terrorists, the bad guys camp, whatever. I can't talk. Um, you can go to their room and Enrica uh, be there, and then they and then they fuck, and then. It, well, they started kissing us, but you know what they're going to do. They they started fucking, and then they, that's it, you know. <laughs> oh, man, but she was hot in the game. That was, man, that was the only time. That was the first time I ever Googled-eyed a fucking video game character. That, oh, man. Shit, I don't even do that to anime characters. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, well, I'll do it now, though. Shit, I need a girlfriend. No, I don't. What I need them for. Anyway, um, oh man, I forgot what I was going to say next. Goddamn, because fucking Enrica, that whole shit uh, caught me off guard. Anyway, so, yeah, I didn't like Conviction. I didn't like the other one. They, they, they fucking totally changed up Sam Fisser. I think they made him younger. Michael Ironside, he was Sam Fisser. They ran in a different route and I didn't appreciate that shit and I just found out that Michael Ironside he didn't really play he's not a gamer he just took the job I think because his kids told him or subset or it was just a job that he was into hey it's a fucking Tom Clancy project they make good movies let me dabble in voice acting with a video game from Tom Clancy (laughs) so it is what it is, people. Oh man, that was that game was fun. That game was fun. Now there are some st- uh, like stealth games out there that was fucking. It was alright. I didn't really uh, like that one game with that fucking troll. What was it, the Shadows of the Deep or some shit? I'm not sure. I'm not going to talk about that because I can't even remember the fucking name. But uh, um. You would never <clears throat> have another game that that made an impact like Splinter Cell or Metal Gear Solid or one, two. I, never, I didn't play three. I didn't because I knew they going. I knew Kojima was going to change up some shit. Uh, four and and five. Which I'm playing five. Which is like Metal Gear Solid three with upgraded graphics. And, and which I, I still don't want to play. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 because I, I don't want to. <laughs> but uh, there's never going to be another stealth game like that ever again. I swear. I can look on my home screen on my, on my PS5 right now or I can go in the PlayStation store and, none of them, and find some stealth games and be like, I don't want to play this. You know what I'm saying? Because gaming back then, I'm talking about like not the early night, the early nineties. Not the, the. There's not going to be another stealth game like the game, or there's not going to be games. Period. From they will compare of the late nineties and the early two thousands, or even the mid two thousands, because that's when gaming was fun. That was gaming. The games was fun back then. Now it's like you got game developers. It's, it's all—it's a business. I understand it. It's a business, and it's all about money. But sometimes 
I think about these game developers and it's like they lost passion in their city. There's some game developers that got enough passion and, and they produce some good quality video games, but the majority of them, they just fucking money, uh, money hungry. You know what I'm saying? And it's sad as fuck because damn, now you made us fans get comfortable with Call of Duties and Madden's and all these tr- trash-ass yearly titles that don't make no fucking sense. Like, yeah, I, I play Call of Duty sometimes, you know. I'm not really good at it. And, you know, I, I pop some heads every now and again, whatever. But it's, that shit is boring after a while. I can never understand why people play Call of Duty like that's their only game that they have. They don't have no fucking story. This it's boring. All you do is run and shoot, run and shoot. It's repetitive. It's run. It's, that shit gets boring after a while, dude. And and it pisses me off to hear people that they don't get that. Or what I'm saying, that game gets boring. Even when you're playing with friends. One time I was playing the Division Two with some friends, and after 30 minutes I got bored and I wanted to cut the game off. That shit was like, what the fuck? So to me, it doesn't matter if I'm playing with friends or I'm soloing the game. I would get bored after 15 minutes of playing Call of Duty, Division 2, or any of these fucking multiplayer games. I will get fucking bored. You know, because if there's no game, um, excuse me, if, if there's no story and all gameplay, like fucking Borderlands, which... I, I grew to like Borderlands, especially three, because they they make they they put a lot of story in it. I, I can understand that. But Borderlands one and two, there was no character development to make me appreciate or care about like what I'm doing. Shit like that, you know. You need a story. You need good character development to make me feel like, okay, this is what's up. <laughs> this is what I got to do in the game because I am Joel. The Last of Us is a good example of good story and character development and certain twists and turns and stuff. And plus, you have the gameplay to back that shit up. You need both of these things, man. You know, all these Battle Royale games that don't make no fucking sense. Like, what's the point? You have, like, let's say, like, 40 people, and they battling it out to be the last man standing, so it's, so it's like the Royal Rumble. Okay. This is trash. This is fucking trash. <laughs> oh, man. The, like, I think the one thing to make these fucking online games even um, enjoyable to play is, like, you keep it up, the more you play, the more loot you get. Or if you're a rich bitch, you can fucking buy all the loot and shit and flaunt it and shit, have headshots and everything. <laughs> but, um, shit. It is what it is, man. I swear. That shit is fucking for the birds. Anyway, that said, this podcast not going to make it too fucking long. Yeah. Let's talk about Splinter Cell. My games I grew up with as uh, uh, an early adult. Yeah. 
I was like 18, 19, in my fucking early to mid-20s. That was, that was the days, man. Was video games was awesome. It was enjoyable. They still got games now that I enjoy. Like, I'm, I'm playing um, Horizon Forbidden West, and I, a lot of people... A lot of people is bitching and complaining about that game, and I bet you that's not their game to play. They primarily play Call of Duty. Like, this game is boring. It's so repetitive. I mean, most of the games is repetitive, so what's so fucking point? Most games are repetitive, so I don't know what the f- You need to shut the fuck up. Anyway, that's it. Like, I'm on Mixer. Mixer. What the fuck? That closed down. Uh, I'm on Anchor. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow me on those platforms. Like this fucking episode and increase my algorithm of double deserts bubbles. <laughs> increase myself in the fucking ranking system of shit. And peace out, bitches. <laughs>